Greetings, adventurers, and welcome to the Adventure Incorporated podcast. I am your dungeon master. My name is Anthony Reed. This is episode 53, and it is part of the Path of Fire story arc, uh, even though we've kind of shifted away from the actual fire. But like I, I named it before, you know, maybe we could we could do like a half sea change. You know, we're like halfway through here. We'll just start calling it the Tabernacle of Shanarel. The same story arc, though. You know, like I'm doing these eight, eight episode arcs. I don't want to get out of all that numbering, but but it is now the path of fiery tabernacle of Shanarel. I want to say a thank you to the patrons, patreon.com slash I'm just, I'm just I'm moving right on. I'm just going to ignore that any of that happened and we're just going to keep going. Uh, patrons, patreon.com slash adventuring if you're not a patron. I'm, I'm urging you to become a patron because there's really cool stuff happening over there for the patrons by us. Uh, made by us for the patrons. It's it's uh, bonus episodes. It's uh, uh, extra material that you can check out over there at the Patreon. Patreon.com slash adventuring. Just, just do it. And thank you to those of you who have. Because some of you do. I mean, a, a bunch of you do it every month. And we really, really, really appreciate it. it it's, a, it's, a, the, it's a great way to give back to the show. I mean, but so are our t-shirts. If you head over to our website, adventuringpod.com. Look, this is... Uh, I'm, I feel like... I'm just clinging to the rails here, just barely hanging on by a thread. Uh, we're just, we're real, we're real loose, you know? Maybe the next time, maybe next week. Come back next week, okay? Just, just come back next week. Listen to this episode still, but, but, but for this part here, yeah, I'll see you, I'll see you down the road. Let's get started. Nobles and farmers, knights and scoundrels, gather round, gather round to hear a tale of excitement and mystery. Brave adventurers facing grave dangers. Billroth, the ranger. She's a grimalkin, that's, uh, but that's understood. No pets allowed, even though she's not a pet. I will wait outside. Everyone, if anyone needs anything, I am outside. Scarpin, the cleric. Should I just try and snipe them from over here? Yeah, okay. I did say they were as good as dead. I would hate for, for my, you know, to break my word on our first contract as Adventure Incorporated. Ellery, the bard. We would want you to leave this warehouse. He points behind him. Mm-hmm. Church! Oh, sorry. We want you to leave this church. Deerin, the wizard. He say you no worship Shattered Fang. Yeah, man, he's like super wrong. We love Broken Tooth, uh, Shattered Fang, man. Prepare yourselves, for these are the tales of Adventure Incorporated. Um, I'm really, uh, honored, I think, to be here. You have not died. I, I did <laughs> not. Then you are welcome in these halls, as the voice of creation. Thank you. Um, what is it that I can use my voice for right now? Mm. Well, creation lies within you, at your very center. But the power is, your voice is not vested with power, not truly. So I believe that there are acts of creation that you could make. But you do not carry the voice of the creators themselves. At least not yet. Perhaps you are the one meant to bear this gift. How many people have tried? Simply one before you. Oh. What does it take? Well, it takes great understanding of what creation means, of what it can do, of the spheres of influence that it touches, of the power that dwells within you, gifted by the creators above, that you might wield their strength again. Uh, honestly, if this is about what words mean, and maybe the 
you know, differences in their use over time. I, I do think my friends outside might be better at this challenge. You have brought people with you. This is good. These challenges cannot be faced alone in good faith. But for every person you bring in, you run a risk. These challenges are not built from anything other than what you bring forward. If you bring people you do not trust, or you bring people who do not have your interest at heart, you will create problems for yourself as you go through this challenge and you may not succeed. Oh, well, I trust, I trust all my friends. You are a voice of creation. You may come and go as you please. Any you invite to do this challenge will not be afforded the same opportunity. If you fail this challenge, any who are not voices of creation will not survive. Um, can you give me an, an overview of, of... If they risk their lives for this, what do I get and how does it benefit them as well as me? You have come seeking the power of the Titans. Yes. That power lies here. Oh, so basically everything we've been searching for. Perhaps. If it is the power of the Titans you search for. Yes. Then yes. Okay. Um, should I go get them? They, uh, the three of you are standing outside and Freya and, uh, some time passes standing out here. Is there anything you're doing in this like couple of minutes, uh, that you're just sort of waiting as Ellery has stepped beyond the doorway of this place? Scarpin's looking for any animals in the area. Yeah. I mean, it's barren down here. There's nothing. Bears are down here. <laughs> uh, no, no. Oh. <laughs> There's a bear in. Uh, it's a, just an inn for bears, but it's empty. Nobody's staying there. The proprietor oh, in. <laughs> uh, suddenly, you are not where you were standing. Uh, the stones around you disappear, uh, and you are now inside a building, standing next to Ellery and this uh, glowing mystical figure, um, who says that will not be necessary. Oh. Uh. Oh, hey, um, so good news. Uh, we've got um, some, some tests we have to go through, but if we pass them, then I can get um, the voice of, of creation. Is that right? Yes. And that basically means the power of the Titans, um, which I think is, is, is good. Um, but the bad news is that if we fail, then you all die. Oh, that seems pretty standard uh, contract uh, for, for this type of thing. So mm. where, where, where do we sign? Well, oh, uh, the voice of creation has spoken for you. Okay. Well, I kind of meant, should I go get them? Because then I could ask them outside if they wanted to do this. Mm. It is too late, voice of creation. Well, yeah. <sighs> I'm really sorry. I didn't mean for this to be like the whole thing with the spellstone and 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 Scarpin. Oh, honestly, it, I'm yeah. glad you mentioned it because like that's kind of how I was feeling right now. Like, I said, can I? Should I go get them? Oh, um, like I said, so that I could go out and say, hey, do you want to risk your life for maybe getting the power of the Titans? And then we, you would say yes or no, and then we would come in and not, and then he just magic she in here. Well, good news is like, we're even. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> no, no worries, Ellery. <laughs> I feel like this is literally exactly the same thing. Cause no, like, it's not I the don't same thing because Scarpin no. did it deliberately. And well, it was spell Because, like, I would have said yes to Scarpin, right? Thank you. Uh, and I, I, I would not have said yes to Scarpin. Well, and I would, I would have, have said yes to Ellery. 
And I would have said yes to Ellery. And so, but like, I didn't get, I didn't get the chance. And now I've been yes for. Yeah, but it wasn't me who did, who took your yes away. It was this guy. I would not have brought you in if she had not mentioned that you were her chosen people. Yeah, well, see, she seems a little worse, actually, now that we're thinking about it, we're I don't talking know about it. I still, <laughs> mm, I don't know. <laughs> I'm really sorry. You have nothing to apologize for, Ellery, were specifically. What? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Belle Ruth. Were you chosen people? Well, yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, Deeran puts his hands in his pockets because he doesn't want to untouch anything and fuck it all up. <laughs> the challenges of the Tabernacle of Shanarel are very specific. Oh, no. They will be drawn from your experiences, drawn from who you are as people. These are meant to test your ability to create. If you do not create, that will be a failure of your own doing. Okay. Do you understand? Ellery looks at everyone else. Uh, really? Bill Roth kind of shrugs in a way that's like, I guess. Really wish I had rested last night. <laughs> um I don't know if I do. Like I, I I don't know if I get it. Um like can you try and explain it again different? I can try. The Titan's power. It is one that created all you see before you. Yeah. Shanarel explicitly created the realms of fire. Earth, water, and air. It is these core elements that make up everything about this world. Sure. To harness this power, to prove you are worthy of it. These challenges must, must be approached with the same mentality. One of creation. If you approach them, with a heart of destruction. You are sure to fail. Now for the voice of creation, that will be fine. You will fail. You are not the chosen one. You will not wield this power. And you may go. Oh, okay. And then the rest of us, if we fail, we die. Yeah, um... And we don't get to go anywhere because we'll be dead. It's not very. That's not very creative. Yeah, I feel like that's pretty, nothing. pretty destructive. <laughs> that feels personally. very destructive. Yeah. Oh, destructive. Yeah. Destruct I liked destructy. <laughs> destructy is really good. <laughs> Creation sometimes requires materials. Your essence will be used for such things. Oh, so if we need something, like if I need a sheet of paper, uh, one will pop up, but it'll take like a little bit of my energy away. This trial has been prepared for you. If your friends fail, they will prepare the next pathway for the next person who faces the trial. I'm not sure that answers my question. You will not need to pay this cost. Oh, okay, this so sorry. This cost has already been paid. Oh. If your friends fail, they will be the payment for the next cost. Oh. Um, so, so he said that someone tried it before um, and they didn't pass. So I think that their friends may be... So we're like, using other people's essences? We're using other people's essences to make stuff. To, to make whatever stuff. we need? That's what it sounds like. Oh, sorry, y'all. Uh, yeah, that feels, <laughs> feels kind of dark. 
Well, the best thing we can do is to respect the essence that we've got and use it to the best that we can. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. honor their loss and struggle with our own. Dear- Duran whips out uh, one of his spell books or one of his notebooks uh, and just writes no sandwiches uh, and underscores that uh, and puts it <laughs> back in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> My last warning that I will give you. You will face three trials and each will be quite different. Creation has many aspects. And it is best to reflect on the nature of creation. And what it means. The ways that your kind can create. It will be important. To answering some of the questions that you will find ahead as it is important both to solve the problems you will see and to explain why your solution was befitting this act of creation. Mm. If you are prepared, we will move into the first chamber. Okay. Uh, let's do this. Are you all ready? I, as I'll ever be. Y- yeah. Time to m- make stuff, I guess. Make it before we fake it. <laughs> <laughs> he, he leads the five of you uh, into the next chamber. Um, these The walls are stark. They are uh, narrow, uh, but with large, thick blocks of stone used to, uh, to build them up. Uh, but the, the rooms don't have a lot of adornment in them. They are just these plain stone uh, chambers. The next one has three tables that are covered in a cloth. Uh, each are covered in a cloth. And the spirit moves forward. As it moves, it blurs in the space until it stands behind the table and reforms its features. Uh, And it says, this is the first trial. It is in three parts. When I remove this cloth, the trial will have begun. He reaches forward. No objections. We begin. And he removes the cloth. He says, One thing is missing from this table. You will create it and put it there and explain why you have done so. There are two objects on the table in front of you. One is a golden cord, uh, like woven and wrapped around, and it runs along the whole outside length of the table. And the second is a small pile of green leaves. Golden cord and green leaves. Are we allowed to talk to each other? That is why you have brought these people. I I just didn't want to do it wrong. I understand. Um, so, hmm, uh, let's think about this. Golden cord and green leaves. This feels like religious symbols, yes? It could be, yes. It could be. And that would be, let's see, celebrating. Well, I don't know. I don't know much about, you know, your, um, you know, religion. But I isn't mean, there it, like it a would... golden aspect, a green aspect, and then like a, a wintry aspect? Well, yes, you have, I mean, you've got the heart of creation and the shepherds of the heart of creation wear golden cores around their robes. Um, and then you've got, you know, um, the green man and shepherds, uh, clerics of, of the green man, uh, are represented through leaves. So I think the, the third thing missing to me would be a pile of, a pile of bones or, um, like a frosty some sort bone, of, some sort of bones. Yes. For winter bone. Yeah. Oh, I, I, that makes sense. 
It could be a yeah, representation of each of them. So sounds good to yeah, Hillary. This um, is this one definitely feels like it's like right in your wheelhouse. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we just have to. How do we make bones? Ice yeah, bone. do it. Do I? Well, so I just want to make sure because you know I can only do this <laughs> once a day. Uh, do I have to make the object? If you allow your song to ring out and the power of this place to fill you as you do, you will notice that your power is, is draws from this place rather than from yourself. Okay. Scarbin puts down the knife uh, that he had held up to his hand <laughs> and <laughs> put, puts it away. Turtle bones. <laughs> you know what's missing? Turtle Suck bones. The bones out? <laughs> they, they said you had to take from your essence, so Scarpin's like, oh, all right. <laughs> he's all in. Whatever. He's loopy as hell. He's just like, I'll cut my finger off. You, I'll, I'll do it. I'll cut my finger. <laughs> I haven't slept for three days. <laughs> I have a knife. <laughs> I have a knife. <laughs> okay. Um. I've got a prickin' on the tips of my fingers. I've got an image in the back of my brain. Where there is nothing, let there be something. Show me a new bangle with bones hanging off of it. <laughs> a little a clattering of bones as they fall down onto the pile. Uh, and slam against the, the stone table in front of you. <laughs> he looks down. He says... Why have you chosen this to fulfill this request? Well, uh, we wanted to represent all three parts of the Agastral spirit. So the green man is represented by the leaves. Uh, the heart of creation is represented by the golden cord. And what was missing was representation of Winterbone. And clerics of Winterbone uh, usually wear um, bangles with bones hanging off of them. Hmm. The spirit... Sits for a second with your explanation. Then it moves to the next table. And it grabs the cloth and it pulls it off. And it says, one item is missing from this table. And on the table is a wax figure. Uh, probably about six inches long. It's a humanoid figure. It has a tiny clay mask. And it has a, uh, a hammer in one hand and a, a book in the other. So I'm, uh, you can give me an investigation check. Anyone can give me an investigation check on this. Uh, sure. Belroth got a 19. 17 uh, for Scarpin. Deeran got a 16 plus 7. So 24, is that right? 23. Oh. 23. Math. Ellery. Oh, I was just, I was going off of their good ones. Uh, 18. So. Okay. 20. So, um, Everyone can see that inside one of the eye sockets of this mask, uh, one of one of the eye sockets has an eyeball in it, like an actual eyeball. Gross. Um, Deeran, looking at this figure, you see what looks like a spout that has been like covered up with wax on uh, the side of the figure. A spout? Can you describe mm -hmm. the object again, or objects again? Yeah, it's like a six inch wax figure. Six inch wax figure. Like of a humanoid figure. It's got a white mask with an eyeball inside the mask. It is holding a hammer and a book. hammer okay. and it has a and for Deeran it has a small spout that is waxed up a hammer I associate with uh, Marcus mm -hmm. um, masks Virilian right doesn't Virilian 
have some mask things. Sure, sure. And then there's the the Caliesto Cali- Big Eye. Yeah, yeah. Seer, all of them. Silver mask. Does this all of them? <laughs> does this mean anything to you? Uh, and Deeran points out the like spout that's been sealed over. Kind of like pouring um, of knowledge, maybe. I guess, but it's blocked. Um, can I touch that? You may manipulate this object however you wish. Yeah, Deeran picks it up and shakes it uh, to hear if there's a liquid inside. Yeah, it's sloshing. Um, do you think, wait, however we want? Yes. Uh, Deeran tries to like clear out the spout. Yeah. You pull the wax stopper from the spout and blood pours out of the side of the, uh, the wax figure onto the table. Cool. Oh, whoops. Um, you think this might be, uh, like... Iora, maybe? Mm-hmm. The blood? Are there any colors? Like, uh, is the figure just... It is just a, a wax figure. Okay. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> it's uh, filled sorry. with blood. I'm just thinking, we've got we've got Colliesto covered with the, the eye, right? Yep. Yep. Sure. Um Marcus. With the Hammer. Hammer. Sorry, I'm not very good at these guys. Yeah, no, no, no. So Yeah, who else who I- else is there? Salius with the book. Right? So. Isn't there a book there? Yep, there's a there is a book. book. Uh Herix. Uh, what what's what's Herix's deal? Uh, uh, the great dragon. Um, well, yeah, like it. Uh, Deeran like points back toward the door. He's like, "This is like, sure, like I just sure. honestly, I kind of assumed uh, that one was like made up or whatever." Um, uh, adherence until now. <laughs> sure, sure. But what about Oleander? Right? Isn't Oleander? Well, hold on. Let's hear about Herrix, man. Oh, like- sorry, you're right. <laughs> oh yeah, Herrix. They, they actually carry a uh, little. Figures like this, so maybe just the figure itself is a kind of a representation of an adherent. Um, That's really cool. Interesting, Scorpion. I didn't know that, but I feel like if I could carry around a little wax figure of myself, that would be, you know, like a little Ellery. <laughs> I just think that sounds fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's fun and other meaning to it, but. Um, <laughs> but then, then I don't I don't see any uh, representation of Oleander um, the, the tr- nowadays the traditional is, is the snowflake is uh, her symbol um, for me it would be a, a flower but uh, nowadays I guess we're living in the present so maybe create a, a snowflake uh, crown that sounds nice. Ooh. <laughs> um. So, okay. Can we just go back through this? I want to take a couple notes because I, like I said, I'm not very good at this. Um. So the figure itself is for Herrix. Mm-hmm. The book is for Salius and mm-hmm. the hammer is for Mercus. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The eye is for Caliesto. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The blood inside is for Virili- is for Iora. Mm-hmm. And the mask is for Virilian. Yeah. yeah, remember, remember the mendicant party we went to. Oh, I remember. Yeah, <laughs> uh, those those folks are are Virilian folks. Okay. Okay, so we need a snow a snowflake. Yeah, for for Oleander, and maybe uh, ooh, can you make it snow over the figure? That would be a nice touch. Um, yes, I can. <laughs> I think. I don't know. I don't actually know if I can. I'm going to focus on a snowflake. Okay, okay. And if I can make it snow, like, I'm, uh, I'll use purposefully ambiguous wording to say, show me a, a new snowflake so that maybe it snows like maybe one single snowflake, but we still get the one that stays. That'd be nice. Yeah, I mm. think that'd work. 
Is everyone good on that? Yes, I think that's I think that's it. Okay. I've got a prickin' on the tips of my fingers. I've got an image in the back of my brain. Where there was nothing, let there be something. Show me a new snowflake. <laughs> a single <laughs> snowflake pops into appearance above the table and slowly oh, yeah. floats down to land onto the the momit on the table. Look uh, at that scarfin, I did it. That's nice. That was a good one. Yeah. The glowing figure looks at it. Looks back at you. Why have you made this choice? Um, because uh, all of the other, um, all of the other, their other, all of the gods of the celestial host were represented. Um, uh, Caliesto with the eye, Mercus with the hammer, Harrix with the figure, Salius with the book, Iora with the blood, and Virilian with the mask. And Oleander was missing. So we thought we would give a snowflake to represent Oleander. He seems to think for a moment. Then he moves to the next table. Ellery gives like a little thumbs up to everyone. Very good job, everybody. I don't don't understand, man. Like if you're standing here listening the whole time, like do we really, (laughs) like doing it again just feels... It is part of the test yeah, Darren, <laughs> to sometimes... justify your actions. <laughs> yeah, but like you're okay. But Darren, sometimes people need to hear things a couple times because they miss it the first time. Mm. But I feel and maybe like we... he's trying not to be a snoop. Were you trying not to be a snoop? <laughs> I am listening to your conversation, but you are allowed to make a final declaration that goes beyond your internal conversations. That was okay. very poetic. Did anyone catch how cool and poetic that was? It sounds like a poetic way of saying he's being a snoop. And, <laughs> and he'll let us change it at the end if we need to. Mm. Yeah, yeah was it was a real... It, it's, um, a, a final declaration is like a pretty cool name. You know what I mean? Like I feel like that would be a cool traveling play to watch. A final, yeah. declaration. final declaration. Uh, yeah. I'd watch several like, of those. but then it's not really like the final declaration right like if there's a second one then like the first one needs to be changed its name needs to be like the penultimate previous declaration the penultimate declaration and then Uh, i don't know if i'd watch i don't think i would watch a play about a declaration but i would enjoy one about a fantasy if it was maybe the final of a fantasy But uh, what if there were Ellery. multiple Final Fantasies? Like, what if there was? <laughs> well, what then if it, it would continued? be like the penultimate. Yeah, like the oh, penultimate boy. fantasy. Let's talk about this final table. The anti-penultimate. Fi- you know, yeah, is this the final table or is this? What if it went ten times? Like, it was- if this is the final table, this table is missing three items. Ooh. <laughs> it's empty. Whoa. He pulls back. He pulls back the cloth, and the table is empty. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. We really went zero to 60 there, huh? <laughs> oh. Well. Three items. We could get creative with this one. We could get creative with this one. Uh, Belroth would like to do an investigation to make sure there isn't something hidden here that has to be associated with. Give me investigation checks. Anyone may give me an investigation check if you are investigating the table. 15. <laughs> 18. Great. Great. Ten. Nine. It's an empty table. All right. All right. Three things that... All right. It's the three things that go together, like, very well. (laughs) (laughs) Duran, like... Oh, my God. Like, (laughs) Rob, the player, wanted to say peanut butter and jelly and didn't want to, like, make peanut butter and jelly poof into existence and then let's have to justify it (laughs) we don't have to because i wrote no sandwiches like it's already justified as a choice oh it's really hard not to say meat cheese and bread Uh, (laughs) oh no don't talk about food please i think this is why I think this is why, even though he snoops, he lets us say our last one. <laughs> I think it makes sense now, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would have been real rough to right. die on that. Meat, cheese, and Sam, or whatever the hell you just said. <laughs> yeah. Bread, man. Oh, I don't can, like that. Wait. I don't want bread. Meat and ham? <laughs> I stick with the protein. <laughs> Meat. Mike's over here making like a, a, a double down. One of those, yeah, double down. 
<laughs> uh, yeah. A double down, but like it's an Italian double down. So it's just <laughs> several yeah. sliced deli meats <laughs> in a roll of it's other like deli a... meats that have been fried. Uh, that's a million dollar idea. Nobody take yeah. it. Uh, Please do not steal. <laughs> we have finally figured out what the hammy slammers are from season one. <laughs> Here they are. Took us took us a while. Took us six years. And um, podcast. All right, guys. So three things. The first the first table was all about the aggressive spirit, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the second table was all about uh the celestial host. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was kind of, if I had to guess, I was guessing this would be about the Titans themselves, but. That's a good guess. It could be about us. Oh, dear. Did you have a guess? Well, yeah. So, like, I was thinking, right, like, uh, we know Belroth, uh, like, he follows the teachings of Diam. Loosely. And, like, (laughs) uh, he gestures down to the pendant on his neck, and he's like, and, like, my family follows the ancient path, but like I follow the enlightening. But then, like, that leaves out uh, the eternal flame. Um, well, but what if it's less literal than that? Mm. Like, something that you just said just now made me think you know, your parents meat, cheese, and bread. Not that one. Oh. Don't put, don't uh, do that one. <laughs> Your well, parents taught you something that they believed in. You believe in something different. And, you know, if you ever have a family, you know, or kids of your own one day, then they might, they might do something different themselves. And so, I mean, look at, look at what we've done. Uh, we've, we've literally been to the past and are working in the present so that there is a future. So what if it's more, what if it's more, uh, metaphorical maybe something that represents our past something that represents us now and something that represents our future or yeah i think that's a good idea i think i like the idea of it representing us because i think if i'm remembering the rules correctly um as long as we can justify it we will be okay well, it's just I, you know risking our lives, so let's be let's be sure. Yeah, I, I don't want to die over meat, cheese, and bread as much as the next person. However, those do go very well together. I was gonna say, <laughs> depends on the meat, depends on the cheese, and depends on the bread, man. Well, yeah, it would have to be it would be a very long ending to my song. Sandwich: <laughs> <laughs> sourdough, ham, and cheddar. Don't forget the mayonnaise. No, damn it! No, that's four things, man. But you know what? Thinking, thinking along those lines, we could do, think, you know, past, present, future, or we could think of, you know, the mind, the body, and the soul in a in a trio of things that are very hard to represent in physical objects. But what about if? What about like aspects of like the world, like m- different types of magic, and and how they affect the world. Or something. There are more than three of those, I think. You're right. What about the the deep magics? Uh, Oh, Deeran. I don't know much about that. Well, so, like, I was thinking that at first, too, but then we just found out that, like, creation magic and destruction magic are, like, part of it, too, and, like, that's different from, you know, celestial and fey and shadow magic and, like, uh, none of the books I've read ever talked about creation or destruction magic, so, like... That's all new to me. Um, what about... And so I don't, I don't know. What about something more abstract? Like we get something to represent, you know, or, or kind of going along with Ellery's idea, something in the past, the present, the future. What about like something to represent the birth of something, something to represent the life of something, and something to represent the death of something? So like the cycle of life in in its... You know, in its entirety, if if there's magic that creates, that could be associated with birth, and there's magic that destroys, that could be associated with death. But there's they're linked by the thing in between, right? I'm a little nervous about putting something on a table that's destructive. True. Only because I think it's a good idea, Belroth. Um, but I'm I'm nervous for that one. Well, then, what about? 
life, death, rebirth. Because he said himself that sometimes things need to come from other things so that things can be made. Right? Oh, yeah. Let's sub out the meat for uh, mushrooms. <laughs> mushrooms. And cheese. cheese? A like, mushroom cheese sandwich? That sounds awful, Darren. I would not eat a mushroom cheese sandwich. Why? I put I put cheese on portobellos all the time, man. Well, I, why? I guess I've never... Yeah, well... Maybe like a maitake um, mushroom. That feels like that might be well. Moving maybe away from the sandwich You're again. Right. You're um, right. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I was just thinking about uh, past, present, future, you know, and like how sandwich uh, kind of fits into that. Um. Okay. <laughs> um, I think... <laughs> this is my sandwich of life. I think here's the thing. I think that we've got to be confident in whatever we choose. I think that it has to be purposeful in this room. So if we're thinking along the lines of looking at um, the agrestal, sp- ag- agrestal spirit uh, and then the, what what are they called? The divine court? Uh, celestial host. No. Celestial host. <laughs> um, we're looking from the agrestal spirit to the celestial host. And so those are two, like Darren was starting at the very, very beginning. Those are two things that uh, represent... Our, our spiritual connections. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there something in three parts that represents our spiritual connections maybe on a... I a feel... More personal level. I don't know, I guess. I, I have... Uh, I feel like I've... Uh, I've I can only think of something to do with the uh, deep magics. So I don't have anything to contribute to this right now. (laughs) Yeah, man, I feel you. It's like when somebody says, you know, somebody says sandwich. Oh, my God, Darren, if you say sandwich one more time. (laughs) Okay. All you can think about is, you know, eating. Here's what I'm thinking. Our connection, our purpose here is to find magic from the Titans. Yeah. They are also connected spiritually to the creation of Unmaneth in general. Yeah. Um, so that is how, that is one way that they are connected to um, the other two tables. So that's a, it fits the theme of the room, I believe. Mm-hmm. Does everyone agree that it fits the theme of the room? Yes. What? A the titan. Titans. Uh, sure. This is, yeah, okay. Titan stuff. Okay. Okay. So the Titans fit the theme of the room. Now, there are five Titans. So that doesn't work for three. But what does work is our personal journey to finding um, the power of the Titans to solve the problems that we're facing. And that's where I was thinking for past, present, and future. It's quite metaphorical enough that we can bring in some of the elements like Belroth was saying about uh, life and death and rebirth. Um, So it brings that element together uh, with something literally tied in to the theme of the rope. Ellery, it sounds like you've got an idea. What if you said your idea? That's the only, that's the only, that's it. That's my idea. So you it's have... just thinking about something past, present, future. I just don't know how to physically represent those things. So what in the about... past, we went and saw the Titans. In the present, we traveled through fire. And in the future, we will blank. We'll use Hopefully the power of the Titans. Die. And what does that look like? Is it a circle? Is it a is it a shape? I don't I don't know. Yeah, I think like something that would represent the past, right, is um that like gate that we saw, right? Like the silver gate that like held held the demons away. The the pit the like silver gate that was placed over that portal. Oh, the demon oh. stone. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, the demon stone. Ooh, that's a really good idea. We could do three things associated with the Titans. Three things the Titans have created. In the past, they created match. They created that, that match with past, present and future. Yeah, Belroth. Uh, you're on the same page yeah, as yeah, us yeah. now. Yeah, no, sorry. I'm thinking out loud a little <laughs> bit. Um, but like what if one of those things represented the thing that actually physically took us into the past? Do you remember whatever that was called when we went oh, into the Tower crazy of Rye? Ball. 
the, yeah, with the, the God's Eye, something like that. God's Eye, yes, yeah, that's, that's what it was. What if that's the past? Okay. Well, wouldn't that technically? I guess technically now it's the past, but at the time it was the present to represent the past, or whatever. But like, why? Uh, so why wouldn't? Hmm. I've lost the plot. I apologize. I thought I had a really good idea, and then Deeran asked the one well, question, we... and I was like, you're right. <laughs> yeah, the great idea that you had was the one that, like, Ellery had said a minute ago, so, like, that was crazy. <laughs> no, no, no. I was trying to build yeah. upon it. I wasn't trying to take it from her. I apologize if that seemed like I was taking Ellery's idea. I was saying, yes, this is an idea. It's great. <laughs> I got it, Valra. Okay. I don't want to. I don't want to I'm not. A, I, yes. I'm just going to stop. I wonder, uh, the, the overall journey of the Titans, they're going from these beings of pure creation. They created everything, created, and then they created something that was the opposite. Is, is that they created destruction. So it has slowly led to a point where we are now. And in the future, we'll be using the Titans' power, incorporating it with other things, but using it to restore balance. What is that? Um, hmm. Having some sort of like a scale. I I uh, scarf and I like that mm. idea. Visually, store and balance because yeah. that feels that feels like a good manageable goal for the way that we see our future. So to so make three scales and maybe or. A scale, well, like the th and the two third things one on the scale. Balanced, like. Go on. Well, I was just gonna say, like the the future thing could be the scale. I think that's super good. Mm -hmm. How about a bouquet of flowers for the for the for the past? They just created a lot of crap, and it's just kind of chaos. But it's it's uh, creation and life and growth and beauty, and then in the middle. Not that. And then a skin. <laughs> <laughs> what, what about um, the demon What about stone? Legos? Oh. And then oh. that disconnected Legos. All I can think of was crea of creation is like a Lego set. Yeah. And then like a dismantled Lego set. And then <laughs> oh, I used to play with blocks as a child And then connects well. for the rebirth. <laughs> the future. Or, or like future a, of like Legos. A, Scale made of blocks that is balanced. Uh, uh, that's not the I've, that's the best idea actually. Literally, I've heard so far. <laughs> <laughs> I like flowers as the past, as they created the world. What it, the middle part is now? My the uh, all I can think of is either the representation of the god's eye or a representation of the demon stone, as it was the thing keeping balance. Right. But um, so for but for past, if we're doing flowers, then it's right. Then that it's the present that we need. Mm -hmm. What about the uh, flowers, but with the petals falling off and dying, essentially, kind of falling apart, being destroyed? Well, we don't want to yeah, make see, destruction, that's the, right? That's well, the that's thing the I'm present. scared of. That's what's yeah, happening. Yeah, but like they said, not to use destruction. At the very beginning, they said, if we use destruction, like, Ellery will be fine, but we're out of here forever. Well, it's a representation, kind of sim symbolic. She, she won't be creating destruction. Do we have a logo? What about, Do we... what about just ash? Oh. Yeah, so we're, we're creating something. Uh, it's something that's still productive. People use ash for things, but it is a representation of destruction, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, uncontrolled destruction which is the problem i guess but <laughs> not necessarily because i mean you fight forest fires right you you fight fire like you literally need to light a well, forest no, like on fire occasionally creating ashes yeah feels like it isn't destruction yeah, right that's what i'm that's what i was saying that yeah. i'm creating it and it's something that is productive in its own right but does also represent destruction so i'm not creating a flower that's dying almost was more my transformative okay. Transformative, we can use that word instead of because we're transforming something living into ash. 
I don't think we need to worry about the word. Well, yeah, I, I think don't it's worry, just the I'm there for I think... you to worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks, Belroth. I like that for the present uh, and and future. Uh, maybe maybe flowers on one side and ash on the other. A balance of uh, the creation and destruction and the world. So we're just gonna bail on that scale idea you had that was no, no, like no. super good. No, that's, that's what still I said. The future. <laughs> He's saying the things on the scale. Our creation and destruction. So the flowers and the ash on the scale, balanced. Oh, yeah. So like the three things that we're going to make are flowers representing the past, ash representing the present, and the scale representing the future. Yeah, I guess we, maybe we shouldn't create too much because maybe that'll count as multiple things, but it'll be symbol- <laughs> symbolic of evenness, mm-hmm. even if there's nothing on the scales. I'll explain it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there we go. And, in my final declaration. And, and plus, ash needs, you need ash to like, I, it can fertilize land, I believe, right? Like, it's. There's some nitrogen in there, yeah. What's nitrogen? There's elements. Did you study the. Per- oh, what? no, right, that's fine. Okay. Turtles are weird. <laughs> the idea that, like, Anything is made up of anything other than what's in those gates over there. Yeah. Water, fire, earth, and air. You're going to tell I me that really there isn't a... turtle, turtle hoodoo. <laughs> real, man. That's ridiculous. You're not going to tell me that telos uh... is a debunked theory that I you, things yeah, don't no. have a specific place with which they go. Get real, man. Everybody knows that's the whole core of the enlightening right is that like everything is holy and and magic in some way or another and like it doesn't matter where it comes from and the earth isn't the center of the universe get out of here it's flat okay are we ready yes (laughs) i'm glad you're finally on my side about this flat thing belroth i've got an itching on the tips of my fingers i've got an image in the back of my brain where there was nothing let there be something show me it let me explain Okay, on the left side of the... (laughs) Still a song. Still a song. Uh, On the far left side of the table, there's going to be a bouquet of flowers. In the middle of the table, there's going to be ash. And on the right side of the table, there's going to be a scale. Nice. Thanks. The three things appear on the table. <laughs> it worked! He looks down at it. Looks at each of the items for a moment. He looks back up at you. Why have you chosen these items to fill these spaces? Oh, this is a layered answer, so hold your pants up. Um, okay, so... We are inspired by telling a ghost. Pull up your pants, ghost. I'm about to blow your fucking mind. <laughs> Literally never heard. Hold your pants up. Uh, I cannot wait to hear the story behind that one. <laughs> it works. Quit um, mooning us, ghost. I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> We're. We are inspired. <laughs> we are inspired by our search for the power of the Titans to uh, represent visually and physically their meaning to us, as well as their impact on on Mineth and the universe. I guess. Um, so on the left here, we've got a bouquet of flowers, which represents creation. That's the past. That's what was. In the middle, we've got a pile of ash, which represents the the D word that we're not supposed to mention um, in a way that is productive and doesn't actually cause that D word ourselves, uh, which represents the present and what we're going through right now. Um, and then on the right here, we've got our, our hope for the future. If we can harness the power of the Titans, then maybe we can bring a balance to... Um, the creation and and the D word that we've been experiencing um, for so long now. Do you think she needed to avoid the word, you guys, or do you think she could have said? Uh, I feel like she, yeah. Well, well uh, fingers crossed. Either way, we're here. We go. I, I feel like as long as we don't do it, we're safe. I think that. No, I'd better be safer than sorry. Hard Honestly, I I really appreciate it because like. 
she'll be fine, but we would be deworded. Yeah, that's, that, that was <laughs> I don't want to be deworded at all. <laughs> no matter what the deword is. <laughs> well, depends. <laughs> Does it? <laughs> <laughs> I am having a hard time figuring out which D-word you're talking about. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, it's a trap. Oh, man. It's, so, it's destruction. Um, but you mentioned that if we did... <gasps> I didn't guess. Y- y- we didn't do it. We didn't do any destructing. Do. That would be a um, fine one. Which is why I avoided it. Um, but that's what it was... Sorry for being unclear. Ah. I was trying not to get my friends killed. No, I understand. You are fine to say the word oh. destruction. Okay. Okay, so uh, the past, Just creation, don't present, destroy destruction, things. And, and future, a balance of creation and destruction. Yes, do not employ the tools of destruction. This okay. is not doing so. Okay. You have employed the tools of creation to adequately describe your feelings of the world at large. I find this acceptable. Oh. <sighs> We will move on from this. Okay. To the next of the trials. Oh, oh good. Okay. Thank you. For, thank you for passing um, this one. Yeah. Hey, uh, In this trial, you have seen an aspect of creation. Yes, you. <laughs> non, <laughs> non-voice of the creation. Yeah, I was just wondering, um, could we have made a sandwich in the last one? If you feel that that is what was, fill, was meant to fill this space and could tell me why. So you're saying there's a chance. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) In this trial, we faced an aspect of creation that is most common. It is most common when we think of creation to think of a physical object coming into being. That is what we dealt with here. Reflect on what this aspect means to you. How you can wield this power. The power to create from fire, water, earth, and air. To create the material of this world. And we will move on to the next trial. He heads to the other side of the room and he opens the door and just passes like as he moves he's just like a ball of blue energy fuzz that passes further in he leaves you alone in this space with the door open oh i follow okay um you follow behind him uh by the time you get into that room uh the room is dark and he is nowhere to be found. And as the last of you passes behind the door and shut it behind you, uh, or it shuts behind you, you have no choice, it shuts behind you. This room is similar. It is a, a stone room, very simple, except all along the right-hand wall is a curtain that runs the length of the wall. And as you are standing in this space, now just the five of you in this room, the curtain slides open and bright light spills in, like washing over you. A rows and rows of seats filled with glowing blue energy begins to, a clapping sound, applause arises from the chamber beyond and you are standing center stage. Hey 
everyone, DM Anthony here, just reminding you that if you're enjoying the show, tell your friends, tell your family, uh, let people know, word of mouth, and you can support the show at patreon.com slash adventureinc, or you can check out the shop at adventureinkpod.com slash shop. Make sure you check the show notes and the website for all our social media, including our Discord, where you can come and hang out with some great people. We'll see you there. And until next week, I wish you nothing but critical success. Serious business.